Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. No games on the schedule? That doesn't stop us from talking football. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Show. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are your hosts, past WFCA president and associate head coach at Arrowhead, Tom Swiddle, and the fans' high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. This next segment, and Tom, you've been through them now a couple times, and I'll just tell you about our next kid before we get to the open. This is my favorite part. Big-time student-athlete, but he likes disc golf. He likes retro video games. Now, retro to a 17-year-old might be different than it is to you and I, Swiddle. He yeah. plays the violin and does a killer Seinfeld impression. He's, he's a well-rounded young man from West Dallas Hale, our current electric superhero of the week. What makes someone a superhero? They can leap tall buildings in a single bound? No. Faster than a speeding bullet? No. More powerful than a locomotive? Absolutely not. Let us introduce you to what we believe superheroes are really about. It's time for the current Electric Superhero of the Week. Young man from West Dallas Hale High School. He's Josh Trusan. And, uh, you know, Tom, normally you start right with the GPA and the ACT and all of that. I'm going to go backwards on this thing. Big, right. big time track field cross country, young man. In fact, 2020 Greater Metro Conference champion and record holder. I was gone to state uh, in cross country three, three years in a row. He is thrilled to say that he is the 2020 WIAA Division I Boys State Champion in cross country. Holds a Nathan Hale School record in cross country. And he's deciding, deciding, either Purdue or Michigan. And he wants to go run there, and he wants to become a mechanical engineer. He's getting into mechanical engineering. So, obviously, he's a smart dude. 
And I don't know if we could stay with him for a block because the boy can straight up run. Hey, Josh, how are you today? I'm doing spectacular. How are you guys? Man, good. I love the fact that I, we, Mitch and I back at the studio were wondering, what is a, a retro video game to you? Um, I, I'll play anything. I've got uh, all kinds of systems. I've got the Atari 2600, Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Man, okay. Yeah. So, all right, so that's not, we thought retro to you would be like from 2015 or, or something. And we were, we were laughing, Mitch and I, because Mitch is a lot younger than I am. And I'm thinking, you know, back to the Miss Pac Man days or something like that. So I hey. go all the way back to Pong. <laughs> there there uh, it is. I, I could, Josh, you don't want to play me in Pong, I guarantee you. <laughs> Oh no! I'd, I'd have to. I'd have to practice. I, he, he might not know what that is, Swindle. I'll tell you what, though. Give him a. Give him a week, and I take. Well, I don't know how good you were at it, so maybe I would take you. Hey, Josh. So our current electric superhero of the week. You know, one of the things that, and I say this each week, but we we do this because we. I need to feel good. I need to feel better from a week of of being bombarded with everybody's yelling at each other, everybody hates each other, all of that stuff. And then we get a chance to talk to people like you. And our girl last week from Waterford, who was uh, unbelievable as well, Josh has a 4.552 GPA, AP scholar. He got a 34 on his ACT. Made the honor roll. Did you spell your name wrong? Yeah, I did. (laughs) He may have. You better not have spelled your name wrong, Josh. That's the only thing he got wrong with us. Yeah, Holy that's, that's it. He is part of a National Honor Society Scouts BSA Order of the Arrow. I don't know what that is, Josh. What is Order of the Arrow? Uh, it's like the um, National Honor Society of Scouting. Matt, um, so for you. Yeah, uh, centered around service and the cheerful service. He is part of Fellowship of Christian Athletes, which you know made me smile for sure. He has served on student council since sophomore year. He's been the treasurer uh, for junior and senior year. Um, Josh, when we talk to, to these guys, to superheroes each week, we have a question that we ask them. And, and where did the idea that the servant leadership heart in you, where do you think that came from? First and foremost, that was my parents. Um, they are perfect role models they might not think so but they have shown me how to live how to care for others um just the little things like every time we go to my grandma's or something they're up and the first to help clean up or do dishes um and that stuff rubs off on you and i've been lucky enough to be blessed with amazing coaches uh, and cross country and track um and all they know is how to build each other up and love each other um and it's kind of hard to not absorb that when it's around you all the time hey 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 tom you know as parents and now uh, with me being a grandparent we don't know that our kids are watching that part of of who we are you know josh's parents might not even know that he watches as they're the first to get up and help clean up when they're at their at, at his grandmother's house and yeah. I think that it's important. What a, what a great message that he has left with the people listening here. Understand that people are watching you all the time. Yeah, that is great advice. Great advice. And and uh, I know a couple people at Hale that probably watch Josh all the time. I know Mr. Lesser, your principal, and Mr. Lucas, your 
your athletic director that I've known. They're friends of mine. I've known them a long time. And just based on, on Mike's testimony and the things that you're involved in, I can see why you were recommended for this, this great uh, honor. Thank you. Hey, Todd, when when I ask the principal and I I lay the whole thing out and then I say the biggest question on on this and when you go through the thing, the first couple, it's, you know what, they, they, they would be a great ambassador for you and your staff in your school. They do great things in the school, in your community, at home. And the, the last thing is, who are you going to miss the most? Who, who are you going to miss the most? And that principal at Hale started laughing. He said, look, I know exactly who I think, but let me just ask a few people that question and see if they all came up come up with the same name. And Josh is a guy that he started telling me about some things that Josh has done over the years. And when he called me back the next day, he goes, hey, the funny part is I'm driving in the parking lot, and there's Josh off on a run by himself, and he is, and he goes. I just watched him as he's waving to some people in the parking lot, but he is determined to get this run in. And he said, "I knew exactly then that that was we were giving you the right, the right young man." Hey, what's going to make the decision for you, Josh? Whether it is Purdue or Michigan? Um, there's certainly a lot of factors. Um, the coaches I've been in contact are both like great. Um, very nice and approachable. Uh, that's what makes it so difficult. Um, obviously, cost is it's a factor, and uh, closest to home. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of it, factors. Like it's that. a lot of factors, and you know what? That weighs. How old are you, Josh? I uh, turned eighteen last St. Patrick's Day. Really? Well, happy birthday. Thank you. That's a bit, you know, the decision, and, and, and I'm sure that you have some people that you trust around you to help you with that decision. But boy, that's for an 18 year old, you know, my the biggest decision back then is do I wear blue or black socks, right? And for you, this is a big decision, and I hope there, that, that it's not keeping you up at night. I don't think you can go wrong with either of those uh, schools. Thank you. Yeah. My, um, my coaches have been some of the biggest supporters outside of my parents, of course, um, they just remind me that no matter where I go, um, even if it's not even those two, yes, uh, I'll be able to work hard and find success. Um, and that, that helps me sleep at night. Yeah, I hope it does. And you know what? Um, I love the fact that you know, you're the senior at Nathan Hale, and they look. The principal said we got some really quality seniors over here, Mike. And I said, I know, and I make it very hard on these guys to pick one. And I, I wish we could we could say, look, there's 15 of these current electric superheroes of the week. That might water it down a little bit. We have one, and and you're it this week. I last question for you. Looking through the bio that you sent, what jumped off the page at a guy like me is the 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 service that you do through your your local church that you're involved with. Been an usher for four years, assisting and coordinating people uh, during the mass. Has packaged Thanksgiving meals for families through his church for the past six years. That that also is a big part of your life. Yeah. Um, also, thanks to my parents again. Um, that's how they raised me. Uh, I was confirmed last year, and um, every Thanksgiving we uh, get together and we package boxes, and it never 
ever feels like work. Um, it's usually all smiles and laughs. See, like my sister and I see who can back the box the fastest. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Hey, um, so so Tom, you take him on on video games. I'll take him on at disc golfing, and Mitch is going to go play the violin against him. And I think all three of us got a chance to beat him in this stuff. I don't know. Uh, boy, I, again, I just based on on your testimony, I don't think so. And no. Josh, I just want you to know, I, I wish you the best of luck. My my son graduated last spring, uh, mechanical engineer, and he's working now at at Milwaukee Tool. But he does things, Josh. I don't even know what he's talking about at work. But knowing that you someday will know what all that stuff means is 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 cool. Thank you. Hey, hey, Josh, think about that. So you get over, get a couple of years under your belt, and you get in contact with Mirror Coach Swiddle, and and maybe, you know, I know Tom's son. He might be running that company by then. He might be looking to, to hire hire somebody. So make sure that you keep uh, keep in contact with us. I, I wish that you were here in studio because I'd ask you to do that killer Seinfeld impression. I don't know if it comes over the radio so well, but it would make me laugh. If you were here, you're a big Seinfeld fan? I am a huge Seinfeld fan. Um, my friend Lucas got me hooked on it. <laughs> and now it's on the DVR at all times. Man, that is awesome. Joshua, thank you so much. If you guys want to read Joshua's bio, take a look at the really nice senior picture that he sent over. Um, you can go to the Current Electric Facebook page. Kern Electric Facebook page, home of the superheroes. And again, each week I say this, but I can't thank Ray Hoffman and I can't thank Chuck Smith and all the people at Kern Electric for allowing us to do this segment each and every week from West Dallas Hale High School. Uh, senior Josh Chusan is our Kern Electric Superhero of the Week. Hey, Joshua, have a good weekend. Thanks for your time. Thank you so much. Hey, yeah. Have a good weekend. You got it. Man, he did good. Tom, I just... Uh, these these kids are just they I'm not kidding. They make me feel better about our community and all you know, just I know when they go back and they come back to our community when they're done doing whatever they're doing, like your son, our community's in good hands with these leaders. Oh yeah. I this is a, a great segment and, and every every one that I've been a part of with you, I've been so impressed by the recipient of this honor and, and uh thank God that I have a ch- opportunity to, to hear all this. Yeah, well, it's good to have you part of this. And, you know, Scott Holler, who's my my co-host on on the baseball show, you know, he's the AD over at the baseball coach and AD at Oak Creek. And so he definitely um, is in the school, so he gets a chance to know a lot of these kids as well as, you know, you for years. And so when you get that special kid and that one that everybody says, look, this is the one kid that we're going to, we're going to send your way. Um, you just know there's some of these kids are doing great things at their age in their community, in the school, but we don't really hear about much of that anymore. No. And I think that's, uh, you know, the fault of the media, they, they want to emphasize other things, you know, so I'm glad that, that you are taking this opportunity to highlight these individuals. Well, and you know what, Tom, and I'm not kidding. This thing, I need this maybe more than they do. I, I was just getting to a place where I wouldn't even, I wouldn't turn news on anymore. 
Right. And I needed to to be able to do this to let people know that in you know on a postage stamp of of our life and where we live here that there's a number of kids that are doing great things and we just want to highlight promote and celebrate what they do again Kern Electric Facebook page thank you to Kern Electric we're going to get to a break Scott McDougal from Northern Michigan will join us on the other side of the break and then Travis Wilson at 11:30 this is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. It's one more day up in the canyon And it's one more night in Hollywood If you think that I could be Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host, associate head coach at Arrowhead. He's Tom Swiddle, now joined by Scott McDougal from Northern Michigan. Coach, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Thanks a lot for a couple of minutes of your time. I really appreciate it. Hey, Coach, um, we had talked to the head coach at Wisconsin Lutheran College about the WFCA Combine. And I'm wondering, in in the combines that you've been through in high schools, you know, high school kids in different states, is there one better than than the one here in Wisconsin? Because I just don't, I can't imagine there's, they might be nearly as good, but not quite as good. I, this thing has run so well that I, I have to keep giving it a lot of credit. Yeah, it's hard to beat this one. Um, just from the sheer number of kids that you guys get out to it, and the way that it's ran, the organization of it, it's easy to identify kids and get the information that we need to pursue things further. But you're spot on. It, it is hard to find a combine such as this one that you can go to and you can see so many different kids from one state and be able to identify who you need to identify. You know, in most cases, it's either your own camp or you're going to another school's camp, and it's limited in the kids that go there. You know, yeah. here it's it's early in the recruiting process, um, so for us it's a great combine for us to get real numbers, see people, see kids, meet some coaches. Um, it's huge, and that's why I came down for this today. You know, Mike, I always look at the list of coaches that come to our combine and I, you know, mentally go, okay, who's driven the farthest to get here, you know? And and Coach McDougal is, is certainly in a situation where he has uh, uh, driven quite a quite a distance to get here for this. What did you say? It was like five hours or something? Four, four and a half? Hours. Yeah, yeah, it was four and a half and then another 20 minutes to get out here. So Yeah, Mike and I love having college coaches on our show that, that promote Wisconsin high school football players and who will recruit them. Yeah. You know, 100%. So talk a little bit about your your recruitment of, of high school football players from the state of Wisconsin. Is is it a priority state for you guys? It is a priority state for us. You know, to get to Green Bay, you're three hours from campus, and so that's really our our closest holding ground for for players outside of the UP, right? Yeah. To get down to any sort of population base in Lower Michigan. Yeah. Five plus hours. Right. You know, right. So for us, Wisconsin is one of those states that we've identified as a priority state for us, and that's one of the reasons why our head coach has now come into the state to help recruit it. And we've got four coaches from our staff 
that are all in Wisconsin hammering away at it. Now think about that, Mike. Four coaches from the Northern Michigan staff recruiting the state. That is an emphasis. 100%. Yeah, no doubt. I could, because they wouldn't send four. And and look, there's a cost involved to the university, to the program, to be able to send these guys. And I would think that they you know, spent the night in a hotel. I don't 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 know that. Maybe went out and had a little dinner in, in our beautiful state of Wisconsin. And um, cheese, had some cheese curds. Yeah, a couple, maybe maybe an ice cold covers. ice cold beer or not. I don't know. Who who knows? We don't need to talk about that on a high school show. But you know, hopefully these guys got a chance to to talk a little bit about what they were looking for. Hey, Scott, yeah, you're the receivers coach and football operations and video director at Northern yeah. Michigan. When when you go to a, a combine like this, and I can tell you that the head football coach of Wisconsin Lutheran said, look, as the head coach now, because he was an assistant on staff, he said, and the older that I get, the numbers are great, but I want to watch these kids, how they interact with each other, how they do they cheer each other on, how do they take disappointment, things like that. And as a guy that coached basketball for a long time, I can tell kids that that's what you guys are looking for, but they don't believe me. You know, they oh, that's the old guy. He didn't know what he's talking about. But but coming from somebody like you, a young coach, how important is it to the attitudes of these kids when you're watching them during this combine? It's huge, you know, especially for a Division II school. We don't get a ton of actual physical interaction with these prospective student-athletes during the recruiting process. You know, so for us, we see them in the spring, and maybe you get to another camp in the summer that you see them at, and then hopefully a game day and a visit in the fall. Yeah. And that's really it. So for us to be able to see them in a big social setting, we evaluate everything. And that's what a lot of student athletes need to understand is that we evaluate everything from their transcripts to what secretaries have to say about them in the schools to what their coaches say about them to how they interact here, how they behave, how they approach this thing. What they're doing on social media. Everything. <laughs> because we're invested, like for us, we're a scholarship institution. So we're giving them scholarship to come play football. Well, we want to make sure, and we have to make sure, as best as we can, the kind of character that we're recruiting. Yeah. And to make it at Northern Michigan, and the, one of the reasons why we have four coaches in the state, is that our blue-collarness fits in with Wisconsin, fits in yeah. with these student-athletes. And for the most part, what, what we find in Wisconsin student-athletes is that they're workers. Yeah. And that's, that's what we're about. And so that's part of it for us is to get validation in numbers and size. Yeah, the measurables. But to get to this combine – and see them in a big social setting is huge for us in understanding who they are as a person. Yeah. Hey, let's talk a little bit about Northern Michigan. I mean, you, you guys play in the GLIAC, which is a great Division II, widely considered, I would think, the best Division II conference in the country. Yep. And, uh, you know, you have great facilities. You play in a dome. Talk a little bit about Northern Michigan. So Northern Michigan, for anybody that doesn't know, we're on the north coast of Michigan, right on the beach of Lake Superior. Uh, we play in a dome, so it's always sunny at 75 in there. <laughs> and um, you need a dome when you're, when you're there, Mike. <laughs> but, hey, we've got if, – if you're into outdoors, we've got it. You know, my wife and I love to snowmobile. That's what we do. And there's hundreds of miles that we can hit right out the back of our house. Yeah. Uh, we've got 
great fishing. We've got big lake fishing. We've got end lake fishing, hunting. You name it, we've got it. As far as the institution goes, we've got 180 majors for kids to find their, their niche in. Yeah. So it's a great, great academic place to go to to find your role and to go make some money when you're done and have a degree that you can get employed with. Um, and football-wise, our facilities are top of the line. Yeah. Particularly for our level, but we'll we'll compete with a number of SES schools when it comes to facilities. We're I'm telling you, Mike, they're – their tradition there at Northern is, uh, for football, it's unbelievable. I, you know, when I was in college, and I mean, they were national champions and had great players. And, uh, you know, so it, it is a school that values football. Big time. Big hey, time. Hey, Scott, um, I just got a text from uh, uh, Pat Cerrone wanting to know who's going to be the best receivers on your team and what you guys will be running October 11th. <laughs> Head coach at Oshkosh. Hey, tell Pat, he's not down here at the, clinic, at the combine himself hey, to ask that question. He's taking, he's taking notes, just wanting to know what, what you feel you're going to be running October 11th when you play against Wisconsin Oshkosh and what receivers he should be doubling up on. He said, come on, we just want to know. No, he didn't text me. I'm just playing with you. You know, Hey, hey I'm also the video guy, so he'll get the film. Hey, there, well, yeah, yeah, from from. Uh, Doctor, yeah, all the that's, hard to read, right? He's going to do it <laughs> from. The trick I learned. Right, hey, right from field level. That's what you want to do. Just get it to him from field level, so he can't do any of that stuff. Hey, coach, when uh, when you get a chance to, again, you've been there a couple of years. This whole COVID and thing that that happened last year, you guys didn't get a chance to play last year, correct? Correct. So it has been a long time since you guys have seen uh, competition other than guys, you know, hitting each other or lifting together. They're all together. Now it's time to get going and start getting ready, hopefully soon, for some, some competition outside of that. I can't imagine how your guys are just chomping at the bit to get going. It's unbelievable. Um, we were worried a little bit there when the season got taken away in the fall what kind of roster turnover we might have. Um, and to be honest with you, uh, we haven't lost too many guys. You know, obviously COVID has impacted people differently, you know, mentally more than anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah. But our guys are excited to play this fall, and we're going to look a lot different than we did two years ago the last time we played. So there's, there's an enthusiasm to what we got going on, and, and that's exciting. You know, and I think in Division Two, one of the ways you can tell where a program's at is by how many guys stick around in the summer. Yeah. Because it's not mandated. And we've got probably 60 to 70% of our roster that'll be up this summer. That's incredible. It's so, a huge yeah. number. You know, Mike, and, and being the uh, father of a Michigan Tech football player, I, I wish Northern Michigan good luck in every game except when they play for the, the Miners' Cup. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's amazing that, look, I don't think we've had anybody on from Northern Michigan the last four years. All of a sudden your kid's yeah. gone, and now we're promoting Northern Michigan, the mighty Wildcats. Yeah, why not? Why not? I think that's awesome. And looking at the roster, Coach, there are a number of kids from Wisconsin, a lot from up in the Valley. Like you said, it's three hours from Green Bay. You got some kids from the Green Bay area, um, Appleton, that kind of up in the Valley here, Kewaskum. 
Um, and so my hope, and I know that uh, Coach Swiddle would agree with me, that you know, a year from now, two years from now, when we have somebody back on, that we see a number of kids from southeast Wisconsin as well. That means that you guys are doing your job getting kids from this area uh, to come up and play football for you. Absolutely. And that is my area, and it's also our head coach's area. That's, so yeah. we're going to be hammering away down here. Well, I'll see you at Arrowhead, right? You'll see that coach at Arrowhead. Oh, okay. oh, 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 that that means hey, Arrowhead's on got a star next to it. Head coach is going to be over there. That, I love that. They've got a number of athletes that you guys would certainly be interested in. Hey, Scott, thanks a lot. I really appreciate your time. And Tom, thanks for for having Scott McDougall on from Northern Michigan. And uh, look, good luck. I, I've got to imagine there would be a lot of sleepless nights like the week before you guys open camp and the week before your first game because you'd, you'd be just so excited to get after it. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. I appreciate your guys' time and having me on. Yeah, you yeah. bet. Scott McDougall, thank you. Let's get you a break. Other side of the break, Travis Wilson, Wisports.net will join us and uh, talk a little bit about this year's combine. He's got a lot to do with it, and he uh, – he does, as, like I said, as good a job as anybody in the country when it comes to covering high school athletics in their state. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm not trying to follow you to the end of the world. I'm just trying leave something behind. Oh, welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. That song is from Sean Rowe, Leave Something Behind. And you know what? I think it's, uh, it's really an important song, to be honest with you. So it's a song that I listen to a lot. And uh, thank you, Mitch, for, for playing that. We're now joined by Travis Wilson with Sports.net. And I've said it three times, and I'll say it with him on the air. There anybody in the state that does as good a job as he does with high school football within their state. Hey, Travis, how are you today? I am doing great today. It is a, uh, a great day to be out at the Combine again. Uh, obviously, last year's had to be canceled. Uh, I wasn't able to make it in the fall Combine. I was in COVID protocol, and uh, the year before, I wasn't able to make it either. So it's the first time I've been here in a couple of years, and it's good to get back at it. Uh, incredible day so far. Looking forward to... Uh, Still a lot of uh, a lot of good day left. Man. You know, Mike, this is this is like uh, a Christmas morning for for Travis opening up presents, being here and getting uh, to look at these players that he's been re- writing about and, and reading things about, and he can do his own evaluations. So um, I, I know Travis is, is glad to be back. Yeah, I bet. Hey, Travis, when this thing started and we talked about. You know, it was outside at Arrowhead a number of years ago. And to where it's gone and and how it's developed and the reputation from now around the Midwest, it's starting to, to, for me, have a life of its own similar to what the clinic has, which is when you talk to somebody about the clinic, they go, you know, it's the best clinic, uh, best high school football clinic in the country. 
And there's some pride that people in WFCA take with that statement. And now that combine is starting to kind of get that feel as well. When you talk to college coaches from around the Midwest that come in, Northern Michigan's bringing four coaches to this thing. I think that just says a a world about how this thing has evolved. And each year, you know, we've gotten a little bit better and tweaked it here. And the amount of people that get involved to have that reputation is really quite incredible to me. Yeah, it, uh, I, I don't know if, if I'd be lying if I said that we thought this is what it would turn into. We, you know, maybe we hope that's what it would turn into, Coach Swiddle and Coach Biolo, you know, talking about bringing it back a few years ago. Um, but it, it has grown into something very special. When you have, in a normal year, over 600 kids, even this year, you know, with more limited kids with some teams playing in the spring, still over 450 kids signed up. Still 50 college coaches here today even though the Division One schools can't come due to NCAA rules. So it really has grown into something very special. Uh, it, you know, it, it's a, a great opportunity for the kids, a great opportunity for them to, to see where they stack up. That's one of the neat things always is seeing the kids interact with each other, seeing kids, see kids they played against, they might know, you know, from, uh, from competing, but get to know them a little bit more on a personal level and, you know, see – how do I stack up? I'm, you know, I'm an offensive lineman. I think I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm 6'2", 200 pounds. Okay, well, there's a Division One lineman over there that's 6'7", 285 pounds. Now I understand maybe <laughs> the difference in, in why I'm getting some interest from some very good schools at the Division Three level, and he's a Division One kid. That, that's kind of interesting to see as well, you know, kind of the, uh, the, 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 how kids stack up with each other. You know, Mike, Travis is involved in every aspect of the combine. I mean, you name it, and he's involved in it. And and one of the things that that Travis does is he looks at who has signed up for the combine and, you know, will sort of, hey, here's somebody that should be there, you know, and, and, you know, we will reach out and say, hey, this is an opportunity for you. Reach out to their high school coach or whatever and just say, hey, this would be a great opportunity, you know, to to come down to the combine and show – show what they can do and and I don't know how many of those you have a year Travis that you sort of identify and you you kind of say hey there's no reason this this young man shouldn't be here yeah you know a lot of the kids they understand you know how important it can be to come here they see the kids that have come here in the past I I put together a list for the first time just kind of going back and looking at the, the kids that have been here in the past and oh my gosh you know most of the state players of the year have been here at some point Numerous Division One players, NFL players, have been at the combine in years past. So there's that that uh, you know understanding and that reputation that we have built with the combine that most of them come anyway. But there are some that you reach out and say, "Hey, why aren't you coming?" You know, yeah. it, it doesn't make any sense. It, it, you're going all over. You're doing this. This is the place you want to be. And, and the college coaches do a nice job with it too. They will. Uh, they know they're going to be here, so they'll tell kids, "Hey, we we want to see you in person." This is a chance for us to see you. You should get signed up. So they are great partners with that as well, helping spread the word. Yeah. Hey, hey, and, tra- hey, Travis. When 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 you when those kids then commit to coming here, I and I had asked uh, early on uh, in the show, are, are you able to, to to see what kids have really taken this seriously and and worked the worked the different stations? you know, at home or with a trainer or at their school the last three, four weeks, and what kids kind of came thinking, okay, I'm a pretty good athlete, I'll just figure it out when I get there? It is such a huge difference, and it is so obvious the kids that have prepared, that have gone to their high school, 
coach that have gone to private trainers that they might work with and worked on the L drill, especially in the shuttle and even the technique in the, uh, in the 40 yard dash, you can see the kids that have worked on it and put the time and effort and energy in and the kids that just show up. And it is a huge difference. Uh, there is technique involved in these drills and the better your technique is, the better your athleticism is going to be able to show. And you can see that 100% kids that have, have uh, prepared and kids that have not. We even do some of those things in our, in our workouts. You know, we have an agility day kind of thing. And, uh, you know, we do the L drill. We do the pro agility. We, we do some of the things that would mimic what is happening at a comet. We don't do it for that reason necessarily, but, you know, we do do those things. And, and yeah, I agree with Travis. You can even see how some of the kids warm up. You know, Coach Arnett gets them out there, and he, he does about a 10-minute warm-up, dynamic warm-up, and just watching some some of these guys trying to skip backwards, getting their knees out, you know, stretching out their hips and their groins. Like, there are some that really struggle with just doing that. So you see a lot of things when you're here live. 100%. Hey, Travis, and, and we talked about this earlier in the show, too, and we don't want to put the cart before the horse. All we're saying is things are starting to progress in the in the right direction for the All-Star game. And we're, we are – I'm so hoping – that, that this year's game can can go and, and be played, and it's going to look a little bit different. But I, I just think for not only for these seniors to be able to get one more game in, but for everything that they get from it emotionally and physically and the friendships and, and the fact they learned so much about Children's Hospital and how important it is to not only the state of Wisconsin but the Midwest, boy, I, I'm sure that you would echo what we're, we're talking as far as let's just really hope it continues to progress and, and we get a chance to have those games be played. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great to see movement in the right direction on those kinds of things. Um, you know, so many things that got taken away last year that had to get canceled, and the Combine was one of them, the, the clinic, the, uh, the All-Star Games themselves last, last uh, summer. So it, it is good that things are progressing in the right direction. Hopefully it stays that way. Uh, Doug Sarver doing a great job with the preparations for that. And, uh, and again, hopefully it, it continues that direction. Hey, Tom, I, and I agree with, with uh, Travis about Doug Sarver. And, you know, he's the guy, he doesn't like us talking about him and praising him on the air too much. He's yeah. like, hey, man, there's like, you know, I, I might do this, but look at all these other people. But, man, he is, uh, he is consistent and has such a passion for this and does such a good job that I, you know, I'm happy to call him my friend. And I just really think there isn't uh, there isn't a better guy that could lead that part of this thing. And his legacy for me, when when all is said and done, there's a couple of different things that that I'll think of him about. And one of them is this All Star game. Yeah, I, you know, we've talked about and you know specifically today about Tony Biolo and all the things he's done to grow this combine um, into what it is. Um, one, I think the, the leaps and bounds that we've made with Doug being the chairman of the All-Star Games, you know, I mean, there used to be just one All-Star Game, you know, like all, no matter what size school you played in, in the same All-Star Game, and it's grown now into three games. That's all been under Doug's leadership and vision. And the way he fights for things, you know, you can imagine the health protocols that, that we have to address in order to have games this summer. And the things that, that Doug, all the different groups of people Doug is working with, you know, um, 
he, he's put in yeoman's duty, I'm telling you, in, in getting the, the games for this summer. And, and unless something dramatically changes, we will have those all-star games this summer. Boy, I, I, uh, I hope nothing changes. And look, I think all of us have learned that things can change in about 15 minutes. Nowadays, so, and Thomas said early in the show, look, I don't want to speak out of turn, but all I can tell you is things are going in the right direction, and that's really all that uh, I think we can we can certainly hope for. Hey, Travis, um, we're going to keep you over for another segment, but before we get to go to a break, what has been covering spring football been like for you? What an odd thing, right? Yeah, it feels good, to be honest with you. I mean, a lot of times in the spring, our – my workload kind of goes down a little bit. We do some uh, spring sports coverage, but not as in-depth and certainly don't get out to as many games. I don't ever want to have to do it again, but I've, <laughs> I've, I've enjoyed what we've been able to do. Uh, I've got out and seen a lot of different teams than I normally would, traveled a little bit farther for some games, and that's been really fun to, to, to see some of that stuff that, again, usually I, I, I might not get a chance to during the fall. Hey, um, real quick, any surprise uh, scores uh, from last night? I think – yeah, I, I, I'm looking at a couple that I think you're probably going to talk about, but any surprise scores from some of the games that were played last night throughout the state? Well, uh, a few of the, the the marquee games on the schedule, I mean, Fond du Lac blowing out Bayport the way that they did. Fond du Lac making a name as the, the best team in the spring season. Would love to see them against Muskego in a normal year. Oh, boy, yep. But uh, And then also Kimberly blowing out Appleton North last night. Both those teams were undefeated. Uh, and then in, in a little bit smaller schools, St. Mary Springs lost their third game of the year uh, in just five weeks, and you don't usually see that out of out of the ledger. So, yeah. you know, some some interesting scores there. Uh, I, I didn't get a chance to to look at everything real in depth, but you know, those were some of the games we were looking forward to coming into the weekend. And uh, you know, again, Spring three losses, Bayport three losses. Did not expect that. No, and you know, don't give Coach or Athletic Director McMillan an idea, because all of a sudden there'll be some club team from Muskego going to you know going up to play you know Fond du Lac one week, Kimberly the next week, you know something like that. So don't you know don't give uh, don't give the people at Muskego any ideas, because you know they were chomping at the bit to have a real state championship and. Uh, yeah, yeah, you just don't want all of a sudden these guys going, hey, we, we have a club team. Boy, that sure looks a lot like the Muskego team. Ah, no, it's not exactly like them. Hey, well, let's Mike, get... the best T-shirt I have to tell you that I saw here when kids were checking in, one of the Muskego guys had a T-shirt on that said, Muskego against the world. Oh, <laughs> Ken Krause's got that going, man. Hey, right now the world is only a three-point favorite on that one, so <laughs> we would have to figure out where our hard-earned money would go on that one. Travis, is it okay if we hold you over one more segment? You bet. We'll get right back, and we'll talk a little bit more about the WFCA Combine, and I've got a couple of questions regarding the clinic and, and, and spring football for Travis Wilson with Sports.net. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pickett State Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show. You can, from this song, tell the, the movie I watched the other night. Haven't seen Vision Quest in a long time. And uh, if you haven't seen that movie, it's a pretty good movie. It, uh, 
little, some goofy things, but it's a pretty good movie from, I think, 1985, 86, something like that. We are joined uh, for the second segment, Travis Wilson with Sports.net. He is at Next Level right now. With alongside my co-host uh, Tom Swiddle, the associate head coach at Arrowhead. Um, hey, Travis, when when you come into the combine, and there was you know one earlier for the kids that uh, that aren't playing now, that didn't get a chance to play in the fall, or are playing now, excuse me. And we had to break it up a little bit. The o- overall numbers of you know seven hundred or seven hundred plus a few uh, throughout the, st- the state of Wisconsin that have made the commitment to come down and be part of this combine. Uh, you know, I've talked to parents in the past who have said, man, I'll tell you what, this uh, this thing really worked out well for my son because we were able to, to get those numbers and then they get involved in the, th- in, in the things that Matt Harrison and Tom Swiddle do where they, they then take it to the next level and they're able to have coaches going and really kind of see everything they need to see about these kids academically and, and how they do. Um it just seems to me like I don't know why a kid who wants to try to play at the next level in the state of Wisconsin would not be involved in this thing. I asked myself that same question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you understand if there's if there's kids that have already committed to a Division One school uh, early on, or if, you know if they've got the offers that they want at Division One, you you understand them not coming. Some of them still do. You know, Barrett Nelson from Fall River is here, and he just got offered by Wisconsin and has another uh, a number of other Division One offers. He didn't have to be here. But he likes competing. He, he wants to compete. His older brother, Jack, came after committing to Wisconsin a couple of years ago. And you love to see that. You love to see the kids that want to take on a challenge, right? And uh, if, if kids do want to play in college, this is the place to be. If they don't want to play in college, this is the place to be. Why not go out and, and just test yourself against the best? See where you stack up. Have a great day, uh, you know, a, a unique experience that you might not have other, otherwise, even if you don't play in college. This is a great spot for kids to come and just have a good day of, of football-related activities or athletic-related activities if they have not, nothing else going on. So it absolutely is, is something that kids should be doing. Many of them do, as you said, this year between the two events that, that we ran, one in the fall, one here in the spring, over 700 total signed up and, uh, and got out and got a chance to test and, and get a little bit better. You know, Travis, you do the rankings, right? I mean, so you've got all the different various position groups, and you do rankings in those groups of all the classes in the state. And and how much does that influence you when you see somebody live here at the combine perform versus somebody who perhaps is you know regarded to be you know one of the better players at their position in the state who doesn't participate? Well, it certainly can uh, you know can make you look twice at a kid or reevaluate a kid. Uh, film is still huge. I mean, in production is still huge. But when you're looking at next level possibilities and, and next level uh, ability, uh, things like this come into play. Certainly, if, if a kid comes here, tests well, his body, you know, he looks like a you know a college football player. That's a huge thing. Is just seeing the kids in person, what their body type is, how they move, all the stuff that the college coaches are looking for. That certainly comes into play. And having verified numbers by the professionals from next level is huge as well. If a kid runs 4.58 here, and another kid tells me he ran 4.4 at home with his buddies, guess which one carries a lot more weight? Uh, obviously the one that is verified. Um, so that's a, that's a big part of it. And, and we have seen so many times kids that you know are, are good football players, had nice seasons, 
but they really break out here. They put up big numbers. They go on to have a, a great you know, senior season and get that college recruiting. So uh, it's, it's definitely a great opportunity for me, just like it is the college coaches, to see these kids in person. Hey, guys, thank you so much. Tom Swiddle, this worked out really well. I wish I was out yeah. there with you. Um, I, I really do, so I could I – could, yeah, I miss you too. I could eyeball this whole thing. Coaches, if you if you have not signed up for that clinic yet, and sponsors, if you, there's still time to get be part of the 44th annual football clinic, uh, June 3rd, 4th, and 5th at the Marriott, Madison West in Middleton, um, go online and take a look. WIFCA.org is where you're going to want to go to make sure you're involved in this. want to thank uh, everybody next level for letting us be a part of this thing. want to thank every all of our guests. It was a great show. I think Mitch back at the station. It uh, was good, uh, good music there, Mitch. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan.